I didn't have a health class. I didn't learn anything about health. That's why I'm dying. Oh, man. This is a podcast where I announce it. Anyways. Only, uh, don't worry, we only have like 17 more seasons of Frasier. I'll make it all through those. But at the last one, I'll just like die dramatically at the end. (laughs) Someone has to. No, no one has to. That isn't true. That isn't true. Well, it's either me or Eddie. (laughs) Spoiler. Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, the Frasier Podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 606, Secret Admirer. You should uh, tell everyone that this is a video podcast. There's a video Should version. I tell them that? What should I tell them? Should I tell them that this is on patreon.com slash Arcade? Yes! And that if they're our supporter for even a dollar a month, they can actually watch a video version? Yes! You should totally tell them that. That's a good thing to let them know. Is there anything else I need to tell them? Uh, no. I mean, I'd love to hear from you if you are anyone that's listening. (laughs) Just anything. Just anyone. Just, how you doing? Just, yeah. How's it going? How are you today? Maybe that shouldn't make that an open invitation. Nah, that is cool. Send it. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is a video episode for Patreon. Um, so if you are our supporter on that, um, like I said, dollar a month, that's all you need. And you get to watch this video and any of the previous videos we've done. And some amusing audio yeah. outtakes, I think, have been going yes. up. Yes. Yeah, the past few episodes, just a few random out... If we have outtakes and things, those those have been going up on there as little bonus audio features. Um, so whenever we have that, that's where that's going. Um, so everybody that supports us can hear those. There's also the recording of us singing She's Such a Groovy Lady from the... the Mar- Martin Does It His Way. I almost said Marvin. Uh... <laughs> video podcast about Frasier, Flasier, and, and the Marvin. Yeah, Flasier and his dad Marvin. And then um, Biles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, Floofney. Floofney. Floofney <laughs> is one of my favorite characters. And Boz. Mm-hmm. Love Boz. And then on Patreon you can support the podcast about Flasier, Marvin, <laughs> Floof me, Miles, and Boz. It's not Miles! What was it? It's Biles! Biles. Biles. You'd think I would know by now. You uh, would. You... In season six of the podcast, what one of the major characters is named. Uh, anyway, there's all that, and we're working on some other things. Yeah, and then that, that guy, working. that really obnoxious guy, Pug. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Anyway, but if you're just listening to the audio... That's cool too. Let's get into the talking. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's get into the talking. What, are, what the were talking. we doing before? No, I mean about the episode. Let's okay. Talk about the episode. Okay, so this one actually has an opening. The little lights come on in the house. Mm-hmm. They do a little fun thing. It's like a dance, a strobe. It's like a rave. Mm-hmm. It's not as cool as that. It's just very like a normal lights going on. Raves and, are notoriously cool. So. Raves? They're not anymore. No, everybody loves raves. I mean, I feel that like was on, you that know. Was on CBS. 
Right? That Rave Romano show. Rave Romano. <laughs> Rave Romano. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves raves with Rave oh, Romano. I got it. I got it. That's pretty good. Okay. This one. That one. Um, well, anyway. <laughs> 22 minutes and 6 seconds. Okay. Let's hear about this writer. I'm actually really curious about this. Okay. Uh, well, first, before I go into it, I'd like to know why you're curious about it. Because of things that Fraser does in this episode. Okay. Without getting into specific... Like, because before you know much about who the well, writer is, I'm curious why. Well, because this is... I don't know what is up with this season, but it's just like, yeah, Fraser's never going to have a job again. But uh -huh. he's going to date a ton. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what you do mm -hmm. instead of looking for a job. You just go on a million dates. I mean, he's looking. Is he? I mean, I guess we haven't seen much about him looking. No, recently. he got depressed, and now he's just like, ah, it's okay. <laughs> I don't need a job. Mm -hmm. I just get with the ladies now. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, he is so good at getting with ladies, too. It's just Technically, great at it. he's great at getting with them. He's <laughs> not great at sticking with them. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so the reason I was trying to figure out what it was about the writer that you were curious about is because this writer has never written an episode of Frasier before now. Oh, yeah, that also makes sense to me. <laughs> okay. The writer is Lori Kirkland Baker. Uh, this is her first episode of Frasier, though she will go on to write uh, 17 of them. So oh, wow. She's got a decent uh, chunk of the the second half of Frasier. She's written, she writes a decent number of them. Um, but this is the first one, so... So I was like, I was curious if there were things about it that you thought stood out or were different. Yes. Want to start talking about the episode now? <clears throat> nah, nah, nah. I think we just skip it. Okay, cool. All right, thanks All for right. listening. <laughs> That's a visual joke for <clears throat> like two people. Um, okay, Cavern and Rosa. Yay, my yay. favorite place. Mm -hmm. I love this writer already. Lots of sections, lots of Cavern and Rosa. In uh huh. Here. Uh, here for the first time in a very long time, they are sitting in the section of the cafe that I thought they sat in all the time. This, like, this table? No, this I thought... This is the table. This is the one I've been saying all along, over by the door. <clears throat> the one oh. over by the door has been the one all along the Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. They are by the door. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the first time in like a year that they've right. sat there. So, Fraser's on a date, which mm -hmm. you don't really know. I mean, you <clears throat> basically know. But you kind of assume, right? Like, the first thing he says is, I had a great like a terrific day today so okay i have a question about this okay when you're out with someone a friend a date whatever mm -hmm. do you sit right next to them like this no you sit across from them right um i'm trying to think if there are scenarios where i would um i thought you said scenarios <laughs> that's scenarios. a little wow hearthstone reference um yeah i i guess i get what the reason is that like it's to show them like being like all side by side all together cuddly well um, no cuddly. it's so these people that keep yeah. interrupting them that have is, a place to sit it's also that yeah <clears throat> i'm not saying i like it sometimes i, I do want to be that person mm -hmm. to like sit next to the sit next to someone mm -hmm. not dave and i never sit together we are never sitting side by we side we never ever. sit at the same table when we go out we sit at two separate tables <laughs> And then we just, I call him up. And then we do, uh, like, a FaceTime. It's very, 
inefficient and inconvenient. No, it's just it's, it's just twenty first century. I don't know what century we're in. We're in the twenty first century. That one. Mm -hmm. I I was hoping that it was actually like a not this one. I guess it's twenty first. It's it, it, that's weird. How is that weird? Gosh, we're old. <laughs> okay. I know it's a, like you grow up and it's like the twenty first century, and I now we're in the twenty first one. But it's still twentieth century Fox. I know they should just close down. <laughs> Not important anymore. So. So Fraser's on this date. <laughs> in and it immediately tries to set up Nancy mm -hmm. who we find out that like he's on the date with someone he used to work with. This yeah. woman looks familiar to me. Has she been on the show before? I'm pretty sure she hadn't actually been on the show. Really? She yeah. looks so familiar. You know why? She looks like the person that ended up going out with Martin that was the oh. cop. It's the haircut. Their it's faces, gotta be the haircut. I was gonna say. Like nothing really, oh, like. Yeah. So this apparently is the like Let's pull our hair back. Let's have this short hair, but then pull it back in an unattractive way. I don't like this haircut. I don't I, like, okay, I don't like the style. I think this woman's very pretty, mm -hmm. and but I don't like how her hairstyle is going. Mm. But I think it was a pretty common hairstyle. Yeah, I feel like it was pretty common. I'm, I'm not into it. So I don't know what it is about, but I don't think it's like the haircut. I think it's like pulling it back mm -hmm. or like how i don't know it's so like you don't long think, so it's not what you're saying is it's not the haircut it's just the, the length of the hair and the no, way no, it's no, worn not the length and the general look of the okay style. Fine, fine, yeah i just don't like it i just don't think it's flattering a mm -hmm. flattering haircut so okay. bras is there doesn't even realize, doesn't pick up that nope. they're maybe on a date. Mm -hmm. And then she's trying to immediately set uh, Nancy up with uh, her cousin that's just moved to town, Chuck. Yeah. You know, that cousin we always hear about. Yeah. I, I um, do think it's funny. Who's uh, the anti-Fraser, apparently. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Because he's real outdoorsy and rugged and everything. Um, I do think it's funny how much they try to, like, they're, like, trying to tell Roz, uh, you know, that they're on this date, but, like, she just doesn't get... It's like she can't grasp the idea that they're on a date together mm -hmm. because first he's like, you know, we're having coffee. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, none for me. Like, it's like, not, not, not what I meant, not what I meant. Um, but then <clears throat> she's, like, telling her, like, then, you know, Nancy's like, I actually just started seeing someone. And Roz is like, yeah, you'll forget all about it. Like, there's so many, like moments that like they're trying so hard and she's just like it's like that's why sometimes that. subtlety doesn't work sometimes on this show subtlety never works but so. i mean in real life too well sure yeah i just there's so many times where i just try to be really coy and dave knows all about these times because it doesn't work subtlety mm -hmm. doesn't work so yeah. i'm a lot better off just saying like what i want and he just knows then mm -hmm. but it's not as fun because i don't like saying that i like to to be all coy and shy and like well the thing is like get you... those little little blush lines on my cheeks <laughs> the thing is like you can't be i feel like you can't be coy about something and also have a be unwilling to not get it because like sometimes if because if like you're not it, and I'm not saying you specifically. I'm like I'm saying people in general. If you're going to be coy about something, you're taking that risk that like 
the person might not pick it well, up. Well, I think they're okay. A lot of people, me included, where you're coy or shy about something, and then you get, and then you feel really frustrated because a person isn't picking up on it. And a lot of times, you just have to be like, "All right," because a lot of times when I'm like shy or something, it's because I'm not feeling confident enough to actually just ask or mm-hmm. say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it has always worked out way better when I've just said what I wanted to say. Yep. Than being all pouty and shy about it, and which is a huge thing I'm trying to overcome. And and it's just like one, it's totally amazing. Uh huh. Because it's just like, oh yeah, okay, I'm feeling this way or doing this, and I feel like really angry and frustrated or sad or something, or, or like embarrassed to ask a question. And it's not like I don't know why I feel embarrassed, but mm-hmm. like sometimes I, even like I feel embarrassed as Dave certain things sometimes. And, and so I won't do it, and I get, like, frustrated because mm-hmm. it's, like, I had this thing that I need to tell you, but then I'm, like, being weird about it, and whenever I just do, it, it always ends up being fine. And, and so, better. but it's, like, every time. It's, mm-hmm. like, I got to learn it new every single time, and it's, like, each time it helps to do it. Anyways. And tell it, people this, what you want. Ask for what you want. Yeah, well, this whole episode and the whole series is all about that, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Anyways, Roz is really cute here because she orders that muffin. It's a non-fat muffin. That's what I want to know. Uh, I guess one that isn't made with any, like, oil, oil or anything like that. So what is it? Just a dried-out husk? <laughs> and maybe It's just made, blueberries. Made with... No muffin. You make it with, like, margarine? Margarine's not fat free, is it? Or maybe it is. I I thought it's all trans fat. Nah, mm, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it's trans fats. I don't know. I don't know what you use to make it. I don't know. I don't uh, know either. But uh, I've made me want a muffin though. It's funny because I wrote date slash muffin, and I was like, she didn't order a date muffin. <laughs> that sounds like a gross muffin. You just don't like dates. I do. I don't. That's true. Yeah, but that's why like... we've never been on one. All right, boom. Moving along. So, like, Roz finally gets in. She, like, leaves. And I love that the... She's like, well, when my muffin arrives, just, like, send it over to me. And he's just like, I'll never see it's coming. And yeah. I'm like, are you going to throw the muffin that's at abs- Roz? I think that's absolutely You know it's not going to work, even okay. though he's volunteered for that softball team. <laughs> I don't think he's really going to throw the muffin at him. At him. At her. You don't know. You don't know. So then Niles walks in and was just like, hey, you busy here? <laughs> and just yeah. steamrolls over their date as well. Yeah. Well, actually, before that happens, there's one thing that, like, it's not really that important to the actual plot. Um, mm. You know, there's this thing where, like, Fraser's getting ready to, like, ask her out on another date. And mm-hmm. he's basically saying, like, oh, you're psychic. You're reading my mind. And, like, she starts, suge- basically, she starts making suggestions. And he's acting like she's psychic for guessing what he wanted to do or whatever. But there's this line, like... That's so cute. It is cute. And that's exactly what I want to talk about. Especially when, like, she suggests Friday night, and he's like, astonishing, bus boy, clear these spoons away before she starts bending them. And, like, it's it's just, like, a throwaway line. Like, it's not yeah. important to, like, what actually happens. <clears throat> but there are moments on this show where Frasier displays this kind of, like, goofy charm mm-hmm. that, like... This is the Frasier that I like. I, this is the Frasier I like, too. It's like, if this was the guy that you saw most of the time on this show, mm-hmm. he would be a very likable character that I would actually, like, 
like I would like him as a character. This is how I actually think of Frasier. Right, exactly. All like, the time. Yeah. And in, only in analyzing every episode do you realize like, wow, he's That's super creepy or angry or... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, there's a lot of charm in this episode. I really like this episode. I think Frasier's very charming in this mm -hmm. and I think it's very funny. Yeah. Episode. He's still dumb. Like, he still does a lot of dumb things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, that's... I don't know, like, to me, I'm like, well, okay, that's the, like, old Frasier, but also that's Frasier, and that's, like, those misunderstandings. Like, and, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. like... Oh, absolutely. So, but, I agree with that. I'm just, I just, that's why I want to bring that up. Like, this feels like the character I imagined before we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Niles walks in, he, it's great, he has happy news, he mm -hmm. has the financial settlement for... With, uh, for Maris, he just has to get her to sign it, yep. and then it's gonna be all settled. He's not gonna go bankrupt, mm -hmm. which he is. Like that's been happening with like all the lawyers and everything. He's he's not doing great financially. <clears throat> but I love that how he's like talking about like, oh, you know, one day you just have this new relationship full of hope, and then suddenly you're like sinking helplessly in this sucking pit of despair and mm -hmm. bitter bile of regret. Yeah, and. And I'm just like, and then I love, like, after he said this, like, yeah. really sad thing, he's just like, oh, you guys are on a date, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't get it until that moment. Yeah. He's, like, basically, like, like get, saying the most depressing thing possible about the potential of relationships. Okay, so this it. person, so we find out that, like, Niles and uh, Nancy have met mm -hmm. Nancy Kavanaugh, which is the last name of What's-His-Face from Pretty Little Liars. Uh-huh. You know, the one that was there for the Jenna thing. Uh, Toby? Yeah, is it oh, a Kavanaugh? That sounds Isn't right. Isn't he a Kavanaugh? I think, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, we haven't, we've watched uh, only a couple seasons. Anyway, I just like that, it's a good last name. It's a pretty good last name. Yeah, so then we go back to the whole reading minds thing. I mm -hmm. like the playful little slap she does yeah, when good... he's like being super flirty with her. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, so the plan, they make a plan to go on Friday, like, to have dinner at Frazier's place. Yep. Curl up in front of the fire. Mm -hmm. And she's guessing, like, what he wants, what, and then reading his mind to think of what he's thinking of. And I, I'm like, yeah, no, I like that, too. Because it's clearly, like, she's okay oh, yeah, making yeah. the same joke. I mean, she's basically setting this up, like, hey, let's take this to the next yes. step. So, yep. I, and I think this is cute. Yep. Love me two times. Yep. I'm just, that's not the name of the next section. You're just saying it. Yeah. It's okay. part of my ode. <laughs> so here we are. It actually is the name of the next section. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and we're at Frasier's place. Niles and Frasier walk in. They're just wearing the ridiculous squash clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, I, this is what you wear to squash? Yeah. Yeah. I like totally. also the way I worded that. Like, this is what you wear to squash. Mm -hmm. Let's go squashing. I don't yep. know. I kind of want to play squash now. <laughs> just for these outfits? Yeah. I kind of want to wear some, like, shorty, short, white shorts and, like, just a sweater. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a interesting con combo to me. I almost said combo. Yeah, that's very different. Yeah. I want to have just a conversation about uh -huh. it. Yep. Daphne asks who won. Mm -hmm. And so Frazier's like, oh, it's not about winning. So we know that, like, Niles yep. won. And I like that Martin, like, congratulates him mm -hmm. and tries to give him the high five. It's so good. And it's like, Niles can't 
doesn't even know what to do. He's like so perplexed that yeah. he does like a weird handshake. Yep. Yep. He like well because Martin's sitting down and he's standing, so it's sort of like at waist level, his waist level. So he just sort of like puts his hand out like casual, like awkwardly, and then eventually grabs it. Yeah, it's yeah. Such a good like I love that silent joke, but that it's just it's yeah. done really, really well. And and I think that it's so perfect mm -hmm. for these characters. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Daphne's doing laundry and Frasier, okay, is going to give Daphne like his squash towel. Right. I also like that he's like, well, if you have a second, I'll give you these squash togs. Togs. Oh, yeah, togs. That's a, togs. That's a really interesting word. It's like, a good one. Mm -hmm. I like it. And then that's when Frasier finds some... Uh, a little gift in there yeah. from Cartier. Yeah, little in size, but not little in like. And the money is in lots of like uh, little dollar signs. Yeah, yeah. Little. There's probably a comma in here somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah, some, <laughs> some Cartier cufflinks. These are these are very nice. Okay, I do have to say, uh, like, I have to ask, like, have you ever been impressed by cufflinks? Well, I feel like one. I'm not the kind of person that hangs out with the people that work complex. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And that's because I'm not within that class. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to, like, a charity ball every weekend. My True, parents yeah. were not super affluent. Like, my dad mm -hmm. probably has cufflinks, and I bet my grandpa had cufflinks as well. Mm -hmm. But we don't live in a society where people regularly wear cufflinks right. unless you're very, like, high society kind of person i would imagine yeah i like cufflinks i would love to wear them that would mean i had to buy things that i can wear cufflinks with yeah i just think they're cool like cufflinks and tie clips uh -huh. i love all that stuff i think it's so cool it's just okay so these cufflinks are going to be referenced a lot and are apparently like fairly important in this episode mm. and last episode i think it was that fraser was talking about his cufflink box and uh, yeah and and, you know, and it's funny, it's, it probably, you're right, it does have something to do with just, like, financial status or whatever. I think my but, mom bought my dad some cool cufflinks for our wedding. Really? Yeah, did you wear cufflinks to our wedding? No, no because no. they didn't go, didn't your, yeah, your shirt didn't have that. Because I remember looking at cufflinks for you, but yeah, you didn't, I yeah. I didn't have a shirt that had those sort of cuffs. Yeah. So. I guess it's one of those, like, this... Cufflinks, like nice cufflinks, come up in a number of different shows, I think, and... I think I would... Okay, so that's the kind of detail I would notice. Like, if me and you went on a fancy date, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm getting really dressed up, and you, like, bought some kind of quirky, fun cufflink yeah. thing, I would probably notice that, because mm -hmm. it's, one, something you don't normally wear, and two, I notice those kind of details. It's like... And I think a lot of people notice this. When you're a person that still wears a watch now, uh -huh. it's very noticeable because mm -hmm. people do not really wear watches anymore. I love watches. Yeah. And so, like, that's a detail I always notice. That's going to come up later, too. But That is. This whole episode is, like, written <laughs> for me. It's great. So, I guess the only point that I was trying to make is that, like... Cufflinks are were a gift? Well, cufflinks are a gift that, like... A th or they're a thing that pops up on TV as being important that has never come up in my life, ever. And it's one of those things, like, it's hard for me to... But you weren't wearing suits and going out. Like, I think if, like, you were the kind of person that wore suits, like, if you had a job where you had to be, like, 
that kind of level of fancy. Mm -hmm. No, and and that's fair. I I just mean that like it's something I can't identify with. Yeah, like, like it's a piece of you got to step it up. That I and no one I know regularly uses. No, we know people that wear cufflinks. I'm legitimately curious who... I think we have friends that wear cufflinks. I can't think of them, but I know that I've seen someone in our friend group wear cufflinks. Okay, well, I can't think of it. They're and 100% sure that Omar has cufflinks. Okay, probably has some. I'm saying regularly wears them. No, he's wearing a t-shirt regularly. Right, that's my point. Anyway, very um, nice cufflinks. And a card that says, I still think of you constantly. I was wrong to ever let you go. Do you believe in second chances? I do, and I'm willing to take you back. Oh, is this not? Is oh that was not? Oh, me I thought I thought that was you're reading my note from my sacred admirer. No, this is the note to Fraser from Fraser's secret admirer. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, sorry, that was really awkward that there. Was a little awkward. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um. So everyone's trying. So basically, everyone's trying to figure out. From the long, long list of people who have dumped Frasier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that Daphne. Okay, so Martin's like, sounds like it's from someone that dumped you. Daphne's like, that's no short list. Yep, and, yep. and yeah, I I love the like look that Frasier has where mm-hmm. it's just like, geez. And then they start talking about like, it could be from Sonia mm-hmm. or the sister, yeah. Sonia's sister or the niece. Yeah. He, like, dated the whole family. Yeah, yeah. I actually really like that line. I was like, he went through that family like a recessive gene. It's so good. Yeah, I yeah. He has a lot of really mean things that are just kind of so mean and, like, kind of in that way in Hook. You know, oh, like, like... just how clever can your insults get kind, kind of, of yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then that's when Frazier gets his, you know, black book. Yep. Which is... This is not a thing people have anymore because they just have phone numbers yeah. and cell phones. Yeah, exactly. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't use a little black book. I have a question: Did people back up their phone numbers? Like I have, there's certain numbers that I have memorized, but like I just my old phone crashed and I lost everything on it. So I, I was just that, like, I don't know. Gotta back it up to Google. I know, which I, I did, but, like, that could happen. That can, you can still, like, lose stuff. Like, that's why I'm, I, I think, like, some of it, you know, it's like, you don't need to know your doctor's office and these things because you can just look it up online. Mm-hmm. But your friend's phone numbers, I mean, I guess you just, like, Facebook them. Yeah. Twitter or mm-hmm. something. You have also, some way email. Mm-hmm. You also, um... Back it up to Google Contacts, Shush. and then Shush! you okay. don't lose it. The thing is, I, okay. the downside of that is every once in a while you open up your phone and you realize you go to like make a call and you realize it's suggesting like you call like the diner you went to twelve years ago that you needed to like get the number for, and you saved it in there for whatever reason. And it's like, why is it still suggesting this diner? I need to get rid of that number, and then you never do, like because you just never get around to it. Yeah. Because it's so much more important stuff to do than removing the name, the number of some diner from your phone. From I had a, the a number for a hotel that my mom stayed in like three times, I think. Uh huh. And, and how long ago did she stay in them last? Um, uh, over ten years ago. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. Like. You just, there was a reason to save it 
at the time, and like they, it never leaves because yeah. Google will remember it forever. So yes, Fraser gets the black book, and I love that he makes this comment about you know this is people that left Club Fraser before last call. Yep. Uh, Club Fraser. Yeah, and okay, so here's okay. Not That's kind of what our Patreon is. Kind of like Club Fraser. A little bit. Here's where Niles makes the most important point of the entire show, or at least the episode. I mean, like, and well, yeah. Does does he start? No, because then he starts going through the book. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's like, oh, Patricia and Susan and Tatiana, mm -hmm. and then he he's talking about yeah, and then Niles is like, all during our squash game, we we're just talking about Nancy. Why would you throw that away? Right. And Fraser's big point is like, all my life I, you know, dreamed of being pursued by more than one woman. Do We've you... seen this before. This is an episode. Yes, and with the a... three dates yeah, episode. Yeah, three dates and a breakup. Parts yep. one and two. There's two episodes combined that show him being pursued by two women at the same time. Okay, but I have a question for you. Mm. Have, have you ever wanted this? To be pursued by, like, multiple women? You have been pursued I by... I have been. Yeah. It's a very stressful situation, oh, yeah. and you make bad decisions. Because uh, you want all the ladies. Because, like, part of it's like you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You don't want to hurt anybody, and then you still like those people, and you still want to. Well, it's not it's like, like I think like in this situation, it kind of makes Fraser look bad because he's just like, well, who cares about yeah. Nancy? I want to find out who the secret admirer is. Yeah. But then it's like, well, you know, I think like in Dave's case, it was just like. You were kind of had these people that you'd been like talking to, and sort of like things might be serious, and, and like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was people I'd been friends with for a long time, and it's like stuff started to develop between. Yeah, and but it was all, all like same. happening at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and which is a very, I think, very different. Very place. different. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it. I, I don't know. I, yeah. You know, the thing I always wanted. I always want to have a secret admirer. The thing is, like, right now, Fraser doesn't have to do a thing. Mm -hmm. All he, ha all that's happened at this point is someone who he doesn't know has given him some cufflinks. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't have to do a thing. If the secret admirer is already finding him, then all he has to do is just continue things. He with wants Nancy. to find out what the secret is. But like, why? Like, he, all he has to do continue things with Nancy, and if the secret admirer actually is interested enough to be... hunt him down okay. and give him Cartier cufflinks? Okay, one. I would be so uncomfortable if someone gave me a gift that this is that's this expensive. Oh, yeah. But okay. I'm not Fraser, so Again, I feel like that's a that's a thing. So if they did it, I don't know, like, maybe they, I don't know. I don't even know what's an appropriate gift one could give me. That See, I would... feel like for you, uh, um, God, I realize how this is going to sound if I say it. But, uh, <laughs> No, 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 because I mean when I'm like, for you, that, that sounds like, mm -hmm. uh -huh. but like, it would be like a Kung Fu tea gift card. A Kung Fu tea gift yeah, card. Yeah, get some okay. bubble tea. Let me just slide this on uh, into your bag so you can get yourself Oh, then what tea. happened? They didn't give me a gift card. They just gave me the bubble tea. You know, it's sealed. <laughs> and I just like open my bag and I'm like, oh, it's a bubble tea. That, I feel this? like that would also work. I feel like that would also be. No. Like, I need to find out who just slid an entire bubble tea <laughs> into my purse. Yeah, because it's probably poison. <laughs> no, it's sealed. You know, it's sealed. That's so creepy. Anyways, I already know who the secret admirer is that would get me Kung, Kung Fu uh, tea. 
Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you just added yourself as the... So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my purse full of tea. Okay, cool. All right. Keep an eye out. It's at any moment, you might just. What happened if I? What, I don't. I sometimes go days without looking at my purse. Mm -hmm. It's just like in there, getting like fermented. It's, it's sealed. It's, it's kombucha. Fine. Yeah, it's kombucha. Exactly. Right. Bubble kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha. 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 <laughs> boba. Kombucha and boba. It's kombucha. <laughs> no. Um, Delicious. Damn, good for your guts. Okay. All right. It's the chewy tea that balances your gut flora. <laughs> Don't say gut flora. Gut flora. That's the term. That's what it is. Gut flora. Oh, okay. So then Fraser and Niles kind of end up fighting yeah. over, like, this, like, should he pursue somebody while he's interested in Nancy and they start talking to Martin, Martin's like, no, I don't want any part of it. Even when you guys were kids, you would try to get me in the middle of this. And guess what? I just stayed out of it. And then I, everyone, when they're upset, I just take them out for ice cream. I'm the ice cream man. That's uh -huh. what, that's my job. Uh -huh. Um, and then, so this so is when we, true before we get into the, no, this he, is so not true. That, okay. So this is one of the things that didn't make any sense. He loves taking like side or he'll say his advice. Right. He'll be like, both of you are wrong. You should do this or the, yeah. you know, he, Oh, he loves giving he gives, advice. He gives folksy old person advice. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's great. It absolutely is often great. But my point is it usually comes from like this specific mindset that he's got. But he gives this advice all the time. But I kind of like, I like this ice cream stance. I, I like the ice cream stance. And mm -hmm. then we hear about Daphne's father. Mm -hmm. You know, she, he hated fighting too. Yeah. And all, when uh, Daphne and her siblings would start fighting, he would just sometimes take off to the pub and just stay there all night. And uh -huh. then when they brought him back the next day, they, they couldn't have any fights because of his headaches. Yep. So it was just, you know, her father's way of keeping peace in the family. God bless him. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I like... mean, this is weird to me because I feel like Daphne, it's weird when she gets, she's so, like, insightful so it's weird when she's like kind of they have her kind of being like almost ditzy like this where uh -huh. they're like oh yeah obviously that was just his way of keeping like the peace you know harmony in the family yeah. and and it's like no well, like your dad is just like an alcoholic yeah the thing is that like she um yeah but she's always this way about her own family yeah like she's always i think that's oblivious to i think that's true yeah. It's very hard to see, like, you can see things in other people, mm -hmm. like, really easily you and be oblivious to it in your own situation. That's why you can go see a therapist, right? Right. And the therapist can sit and listen to you and give you advice or, you know, just let, be this kind of soundboard, and which is almost great because then you can talk to this person and you hear what you're saying and you're like, oh, huh. And, like, light bulbs go off for you because you're talking out loud. Right. And it's just like, well, that doesn't mean your therapist isn't making making these same exact mistakes you are because you're just humans and right. you that's how you that's how you do exactly. And yeah. so I think that's really an interesting thing yeah. about people. Yeah, because in like, general, Niles literally is doing this about to do the same thing because yeah. as as we're seeing Daphne make doing having that situation, Niles is also saying that like 
Fraser's wasting his time chasing some pine sky thing. Mm -hmm. But like as he's saying that, it's also chasing Daphne down so he can ride in the elevator with her. I think that's fine. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I think that, like, it's different. The joke here is clearly yeah, that yeah, yeah. he's saying, talking about this scenario that Fraser's doing. I, okay, I like this that. call when he makes the call at the end of the scene. He's mm -hmm. calling Tatiana like, "Hi, um, if you're there, you know, pick up." And which is funny because you—that's not a thing, really. It's so not that's a why, thing. I, unless you know the person has a home phone and has an answering machine. Well, right, right. But even so, it's usually like an inbox thing you call. Like you can't like physically right. listen to it right um like yeah like an machines as a like that yeah. play a speaker like an outside speaker thing aren't a thing unless now. you put it on speakerphone right but even yeah. then it's going to voicemail that you i mean then... it is a thing like if you still have one and then you're just like well yeah this is this has been my house and this is my well, answering yeah. machine that i'm still using but i love that you know like hey pick up oh i missed you but the question is did you miss me so slick and smooth <laughs> i love it i love it i love mm. a good smooth line mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so smooth okay and this is the first moment he makes a mistake yes like mistake he, number one just saying just you don't need to call she'll find you she'll yeah find just you. like zool all right so here we are in Cafe Rosa. No ghosts here yet. Nope. As far as we know. <laughs> uh, so Roz Except is at all of them. Yeah, everyone in Cafe Rosa is a ghost. It's we didn't. <laughs> you don't. You find this out in this episode <laughs> when a ghostbuster show up and just die, mm -hmm. and then they're opening up the all those traps. It's the end of the show. Fraser's been trapped. There's no wait, more. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold up. Everyone. I said oh. everyone. I meant everyone. I thought. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't think like the wait staff was. No, everyone. Oh, okay. This is Ghost Seattle. Oh. Everybody's a ghost. So it's a Did ghost you town. Not know that? You're the one. Wow, I like yeah. this. I like mm -hmm. this. It's really one. I think it's really the innovative. The are very sad about this city. It's very innovative to end a series in season six, episode six. <laughs> it is. It is. It's pretty rare. But. You know, I also think it would have been more interesting if this one season were somehow 66 episodes long. Even though it's episode six? Well, it's six, six, six. Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then, and then it was scary thing would jump up on the, and then, <laughs> and then would end. Mm-hmm. That would be very... That would be very um, a very big shift in tone for Frasier. I know. Well, it already is a big shift. It is a shift in tone. They already just said the Ghostbusters are coming. Everyone's a ghost, and this is how the show ends. Oh, that's true. Okay, anyways, um, but in this AU one that we're going to talk about, uh, Alternate Universe, okay, so Roz is at the table, and she's sad because she hasn't been on a date in a while. Yeah, yeah. And she just kind of assumes that Frasier is, like, on on the same like wavelength as she yeah. like like in the same position yeah which and is invites... weird to me this is weird to me because Why? like i get that she was surprised that nancy and fraser were on a date a couple days ago but like that's the last she knew about it so but she's talking to fraser in fact she sees like in the first scene in cafe nervosa she mm. sees them happily leave like her leaving and like it's clearly a happy departure mm. that's the last thing she's seen because like you see her in that scene in the back like in, in actually the foreground but it's like the back of her head watching them mm. when she when nancy leaves 
So, as far as she knows, everything between them is good. Mm. And then she's talking to Fraser as if there's no chance he has a date on Friday night. At the end of that first scene, you see Roz in the foreground watching Nancy leave. Mm. They have that conversation at the door, and, like, they're setting up what the date's gonna be, and there's that, like, kind of happy, jokey slap thing happening. Wait! And Roz is in the foreground watching them. Oh, she is? Yes. I guess I never saw that. Yeah. So oh. she definitely saw a positive end to their second date. There's no reason why she would assume now there isn't going to be a third date. Mm. That Frazier isn't seeing anyone. It just yeah, doesn't that make is... any sense. Well, okay. Also, let's address this. Uh -huh. I'm tired of this on the show, and I know I'm going to hear it so much. It's going to happen so much more. Uh -huh. But all this kind of like, you know, let's like shame... Mm. Uh, Roz oh, yeah. for being promiscuous. Yep. And yep. it's just like, <sighs> Fraser, you love hooking up on people yeah. with the people on the first date. Yeah. And no, also... I think you were right the first time on people because he doesn't think of them <laughs> as like, that is like a mutual interaction. I think in his mind, hooking up on people <laughs> works perfectly. Um, I just think it doesn't really matter if people, you know, like, hook up on the first date a third date a tenth date or whatever yeah, yeah. it it you know it's a thing that happens that mm -hmm. you know between like two consenting adults and it really doesn't matter and yeah. it doesn't like except that where i feel like people like talking about it and i don't mean like bragging about it they're like happy they're like oh yeah, yeah. you know and 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 i feel like there's nothing really wrong with that because i feel like that's such a natural thing that yeah. adult that's a, a part of adult life yeah just like if you want to do i i think cool. i think especially like if you're older like as you're like you know in your 30s and stuff and like frazier's in his 40s um they've you know he's been you're married before no <laughs> You're running out of time. You had to. You had to do it on the first day. You might not make it to the second. Gosh, everyone's croaking. Wow, that's why you have to date someone's, you know, the sister and a niece. Just got to go younger and younger. I think maybe that's really when you're like an older person. That's why you want to date younger people because they might not die. Yep. Yep. It's easier for them to get you your slippers. And to get him yourself. You could just get a dog for that. <laughs> um, or a robot butler, which is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, but I think going more to what you're you're really trying to say, I agree. Because it's like when you're, if you're like in your 40s and you're going on a first date and you want to sleep with somebody. Yeah. And they you... want to, like, you know, you know yourself well enough to know yeah. whether or not you want to sleep with Wait, somebody. Okay, sure, there's, like, outliers because there's every, there's outliers all the time that make, right, right, right. that are just, like, you know, people make mistakes or they're crappy people. Right. You know, we're not talking about that. Right. I'm just saying, if you decide to, yeah. then that's probably I, I'm just thinking, you know you like, the to. huge difference between of, like, when it was, you know, like, when you're dating, like, in your early 20s versus, like, how I felt mentally in my 30s where I felt like, oh, I understand myself better. Right. I understand these things better. And it's just like, well, when I'm 40, I'm going to have 20 years experience, like, of all these life things and all these mistakes I've made and all these, 
the good things that have happened. Right. I, I just feel like you're so... I don't know. I also think it's very weird that a thir- the third date mm-hmm. uh, in America is like this thing where you're supposed to hook up because I don't think it should... It shouldn't be that. Yeah, because I feel like then there's that pressure that like you're supposed to. It should just be like when you feel like when both people feel like doing that, it happens. Yeah, if or it gets it there, doesn't... it gets there. Then great, but like if you're not ready on a third date, then you don't. And if you're ready earlier than that, if you're both, I'm saying both ready earlier. Yeah, than yeah. That, then you just do. There's yes, when there's like consent yeah, involved. Yes, because that rule that third date I don't rule know. implies that like you have to but anyways we know that what Nancy and Fraser are both oh yeah they're both ready they're both into it yeah so at this point yes um but anyways I don't like when Roz is sad yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. well that's why she was desperately putting her leg out there for the <laughs> yeah for, for the Phil for Phil yeah in the yep. last episode yep I guess it didn't work because she doesn't have a date so then oh okay then this is when the like Capra Nervosa like employee comes up that has a great voice that reminds me of Rachel Ray <laughs> interesting okay um I, I think it's like it. kind of that deep mm-hmm. kind of raspy voice that Rachel Ray has yeah I kind of okay so I've got a question yes I kind of go back and forth on what to call this employee. Okay. So, because my instinct is to say waitress. Yeah. Because she's going, bring she brings things to tables, she takes orders at tables. Mm-hmm. But also it's a cafe where I feel like there normally aren't waitresses. So. I just, is it, also, I don't know if waitress is still the appropriate word or not. I mean, I think generally it's referred to as wait staff when you're referring to all of them. Yeah. But I think, I believe waiter and waitress is still used. I don't know. Because I think we're trying to move towards more, like, gender neutral terms. Like, we don't really say actress as much anymore. We say actor right. for everyone. Right. I guess, uh, getting away from that piece, because we can talk about whether it's wait person, wait waiter, waitress, whatever you want to called that piece i'm like ignoring the gendered piece of it which is important i'm not saying it okay. should be ignored but I, I just i just said i'm saying like primarily a lot of what they do is make i just so put a cafe nervosa employee that's right and that is obviously correct i'm just trying to think of what the job is thought of as is it like a barista is it a like a wait person? Is it wait staff? Like what is? I don't I'm, know. I'm not sure. I will they say, definitely people definitely take orders here, and they're always right. like shouting like "Come out, come latte." Yeah, and I will say uh, the IMDb page lists it as waitress. Waitress. It just says waitress. So like, I mean. Okay. Well, going by IMDb, then. Yeah, I, I'm just waitress. saying. Like, I think it's it's this sort of weird thing where I think like, is that actually the? Well, okay. Right now, she's just bringing a gift. Bringing a box, she's yeah. just like, are you Doctor Grant? Here you go. I don't yeah, know that's what that voice clip. we put the clip in there. You would, you, but we just we just <laughs> added the audio on top of. I cut out Diana's voice and I just put in the. Are you actually doing that? No. Oh, okay. Well, no, that I was don't... a joke about how perfect your oh version. You of mean it was. like how not perfect it was? No, Thanks. how perfect it is. It's You're perfect. beautiful. You're beautiful. Thank um, you. You're charming, gentleman. So, very gentle. You can, like, pick up, like, tree frogs. <laughs> They're so gentle. Mm-hmm. 
I, I can do that. And what's that other fragile kind of thing that just falls apart when you hold it? Butterflies. Oh yeah, butterflies. Mm -hmm. Really thinly sliced cheese. Like I, Parmesan. I'm so gentle, I can pick up a slice of Parmesan. So, okay, one of the things uh, about Fraser that I, I think is interesting, again, about the fact that this is a first-time writer, is usually the jokes are not very dated, right? Mm -hmm. There was... There's been a couple of mentions of, like, Norman Schwarzkopf that were pretty mm -hmm. dated. But generally, like, that was part of the reason they use things like opera, having been into opera and art and mm -hmm. things like that, is that it's sort of timeless. So I think it's interesting that in this moment, when Roz is sort of shocked that not only does Frazier have one date this weekend... He has a secret admirer. A secret admirer her sending him jewelry. Yep. Um, and she, her response to that is, well, since they cloned that sheep, anything can happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is such a very, very dated reference that it's really weird to hear in Frasier. But it's also, like, so... I think it gets a point across without... Like, yes, that was a specific thing that happened. I totally remember that. But it's also, like... I don't know, like, it's dated, but also not dated because it's so generic sounding. Like, if you don't remember when that sheep happened, you can be like, oh. Yeah. She's basically just making a thing like, well, if they can clone a sheep, you can have a secret admirer. Right. But the, um, I feel like the timeless joke there uh. is about going to the moon or something uh. like that. Sending people to the moon. And good woman anytime. That's the point. We've been people have been saying you can send people to the moon. Anything can happen. Like for a long time, specifically saying since they cloned that sheep means like if this is a joke that happened at this particular time. You can almost pinpoint the day it happened, based on that because it means it was in the news that day. Like that's how it feels. Um, but anyway, so she ends up leaving. I can't even go to the moon. What do you mean? Like it's not that easy. You can't just, like, roll up no, in your Volvo easy. and just point it up and just be there and, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there in blah, 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 light years or whatever. I don't uh, know space words. Man, that is a slow car. It's going to take several light years to get to the moon. Fine. Just whatever. Well, also, light years isn't a measure of time. It's distance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're ruining it. You're ruining every. I don't know. How do you travel? What's the... What's the thing? Do you just say miles? Do you say yeah. miles? Well, that's also d distance. So is light years. Light years is distance. Okay, you just said it wasn't light years. No, I said light years isn't time. You said I could get there in so many light years. Oh. I said light years, and that that's not time. Oh, okay. Distance. So it's just regular time and a regular distance. You just say, like, well, how long does it take to get to the moon? The shuttle up there. Uh... Like, I less than a day? It, I think when they did it, it took around a day. It's a long time. Well, yeah. Like, like I can a... go, like, I know from Texas, I think it's, like, close to, like, 24 hours, like, to go to Japan or something. Some mm -hmm. kind of time like that. Maybe it's not even that long. Mm -hmm. I think it is because you have to, like, transfer planes and blah, 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 blah. I think it's, like, eight hours to go to I don't know, places in Europe mm -hmm. from, like, here. I don't know. That's just crazy. Wait, eight hours seems so long. Uh-huh. Also, yeah. like, you know what takes 24 hours? Amtrak. Amtrak to, like, 
Chicago, it's like more than a date. You can freaking go to the moon. Okay, you can either go to Chicago on Amtrak or you can go to the moon. Uh -huh. Hold on. Let me decide. I mean, <laughs> it's cool being on a train. Can you take Amtrak to the moon? It would take like four days. It would take way more than four days. The moon is very, very, very far away. Well, they don't have a moon track. I know, but I'm saying even if they did. I meant like a moon, like an Amtrak branded moon shuttle. Well, I'm assuming it would take the same time as it would take just to use any like existing NASA spaceship mm. that you could use to go to the moon, which is still a very long time. Well, it's not NASA, it's Amtrak travel to the moon. <laughs> So Roz leaves. And, <laughs> and this is when Niles and Martin walk in. Mm -hmm. And he's like, look at my cool gift. Yeah. We find out what this, uh, this pocket watch yeah. gets us. A Patek Philippe yeah. pocket watch. Uh, which we all know yeah. how great that well, is. Well, I have like 10 of them. But that okay. incredible. I, oh my god. I sold them all. I sold them all too fund this show. Why do we not have better equipment? What are you so, talking about? It's only like when we have like a tiny little like tripod and like seven books. So, okay, do you know what one of these watches costs? <laughs> no, did you look it up? I looked it up. Okay. okay. So, here's the thing. If you just Google Patek Philippe, okay. don't include pocket watch. Okay. Uh, you know how... I want to guess. Okay, well, first, I, I want to give you okay. two scenarios. Okay. Uh, and I want to get your guess on both of them before I give the answer on e either. So, you know how when you... If you search for something on Google, it'll give you, like, options to, like, buy it? Okay. So if you just search uh, Patek Philippe on Google with, without Pocket Watch, it'll give you a, a few different wristwatches. So then to get a more accurate number, I searched Pocket Watch. So I want, I want you to guess around what the first three things that Google suggested when it was a wristwatch cost, and then the same for... 2500 like, Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like three? What, what would the pocket watch cost? Uh, 5000 Okay, interesting. So you're actually pretty close on the pocket watch. Yeah. It was between the ones I saw were between four and ten thousand dollars for a pocket for the pocket wow, watch. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! For the first three wristwatches that came up, they were between fifty-five thousand dollars and a hundred and thirty-nine thousand dollars. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like I was just on an episode of Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, here's my grandpa's watch. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, th their eyes are shooting uh -huh. out like as the, and, and then you just are like, hi, I have to go to the bank now. Yeah. yeah. They, what, they, they had three, the first three watches that popped up when I just searched Patek Philippe were between fifty-five and $139,000 okay. watches. I can't imagine ever being in a scenario where I could spend $55,000. I wouldn't want to on a watch. Yeah. Like, you can buy a very good car for that. Uh-huh. That's the thing. You, this, that's the sort of thing you can easily buy if you're, if you, like, win the Powerball this week when it's 600, $630 million. Like, mm. then you can spend $55,000 on a watch. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want saying, to. You could. 
I'm not saying you should, but That's too frivolous. Could. I just can't. I just... That, like, physically hurts my body. Like, <laughs> I understand, like, people that would want that. Like, uh-huh. I, I totally understand that, but that's not something, like, me personally, I mm-hmm. value. I can totally get it if, like, that's what you're into, you know, um, that's fine. Uh-huh. That's not, like, a judgment on other oh, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just... Oh, I'm with you. I, I, I just couldn't, like... I could easily probably spend a thousand dollars on a watch, mm-hmm. you know, if it was something I was really into. But I also feel like, oh, and you were lottery rich. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just like casually, like, oh yeah, I'm at Kmart gonna buy this thousand dollar watch. I don't know. I'm in a really fancy Kmart. Yeah, I was like, I try to imagine the watch that Kmart sells for a thousand dollars. Yeah, and, and that's... it's an antique swatch. It's probably not even a thousand. It's probably like maybe two hundred, uh-huh. like eighty or something. Uh-huh. Swatches are cool. Should bring those back. <laughs> Everyone likes a swatch. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> do you not know what I'm talking about? Swatch I know what a swatch is. Oh. Yeah, I know it's swatch. Okay. I don't think they still make them anymore. Swatch watches? I think they do. Oh really? Sure oh okay. Do. Yeah. Okay. So I love that Niles has this backstory. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, almost bought one on my honeymoon, but, you know, Maris thought it was uh, too impractical, so we got a glockenspiel instead. Yep. I love this callback. That's yeah. great. Like, yeah. I, 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 like, well, we all remember the glockenspiel episode. But, but, like, normally, I think, on this show, what they would do is, like, it was too impractical, so we bought blank other thing that, that we've never heard of before. But it also, like, be ridiculous. Yeah. It would, but, but, yeah, but yeah. I love that the glockenspiel comes back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in my head... sprung to life. So, yeah, in your Okay, head. okay. I have to ask, like, when you first get these... When he first gets this gift, do you think it's actually for Niles, the first gift? This is one of the few episodes from this season that I've seen. Oh, really? So, I, you yeah, weren't surprised? I, so it took me a little bit. I was like, there's something else happening here. Mm. Fairly shortly into the discussion about it, I realized like this wasn't for Frasier, this was for this was in Niles' back. I remembered that and then logically knew like that it was like all of the rest of it came back to me. You mean this wasn't for Frasier it but yeah. it yeah. It, it ended up in Frazier's bag instead of Niles's right, bag. Right, yeah, right. So I, I remember, I was like, I remembered that something else was going on, and then I kind of pieced all the rest of what I remember together. We don't know that yet. We don't right, know. We don't. Yep. But I love that Frazier's just like, oh, t- Tina Dalton over there. Hey, it's weird. We dated last summer, and look, I got this beautiful item mm-hmm. that is $5,000. You know, that's what you totally buy. Uh-huh. And, I, and I love that... They're basically like, oh, no, that didn't happen. What was the part where they were like, oh, I'm sure they got that second job so they could buy you oh, Cartier? So, Frazier's decided that he that he thinks it's this woman. Yeah. But he needs to go check his teeth because I guess he's got, like, pesto, pesto in it. Yeah. When he leaves, Niles finds the card. And it's clearly written to Niles. It has Niles' name mm. on it. And that's when he starts to think, who could it be? And he's like, mm. is it Daphne? And that's when Martin suggests, like, yeah, she got a second job so she could buy you some cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, which, yeah, there's no way that's how she does this. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but before that, so when he's in the bathroom, we hear, like, Martin start talking about, like, the mess. Oh, so good, yeah. The mess of, like, paper on, uh-huh. on the, that was in with the gift. And yeah. he's like, well. Because there's shredded paper in both of the yeah. gifts so far. 
Yeah, and he's like, too bad it's not bubble wrap, because, like, Eddie, Eddie loves that stuff, you know. Uh -huh. Poppy pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I, said, I love this. I love how he keeps doing this poppy pop, pop, pop. It's so good. It's so funny. And, like, his description of Eddie is so what dogs do. Yeah. And, like, he gets cats, scared, runs yeah, away, he, comes back. Like, yeah, and yeah. then... Yeah. So good, so good. I love good. it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Also, I gotta say, just on a personal level, this reminds me so much of our cat. Uh, uh, yes. Because yeah. our cat is a very, very easily startled. And I know lots of cats are, but like even for your average cat, she's yeah. very easily startled. And will she has various toys that she plays with all the time, and she will get herself so worked up playing with like her, like a catnip pickle or something that it moving around because she's hitting it will startle her enough to cause her to bolt out of the room. Yeah, she gets scared and just runs away. It's like, you did that. You. It's not even like bubble wrap <laughs> where it's making an extra noise. It's a otherwise silent toy that's moving because she threw it. And that movement is enough to startle her to make her run out of the room. And then she'll come back and she'll play with it some more, serve herself again, mm -hmm. and run away. It's She's precious. She is precious. She is precious. Um, okay. Yeah, I just love that Martin's just like, ah, oh, I was just entertained. Like, I watched him for an hour doing that. You know, it's strange how you can be entertained by just this, something so simple. Yeah. Like and how I love Eddie, can't, like, he's like mocking Eddie for being able to be entertained for so long about this thing. And he's like, you... Yeah, like No, I thought he was saying something about himself. No, he, what he says is it's amazing how he can be entertained oh. for hours by something so simple. And then ignoring he, the fact that he's he was, also Oh yeah, but I love like Niles yeah. has this blank just, face, just yeah. like so good, like yeah. ugh. He does a couple of looks like this in yeah. this episode that are really good where like he doesn't have to say anything. Mm -hmm. He just looks and thinks and you're just like this, that's a great, it's a really good look. Okay, so then Niles, um, yeah, he sees the card and we see that it says, Missing you every moment, m you know, my dear sweet Niles. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we find out, well, who could it be? So few women before Maris, so few women after Maris. Hey, maybe it's Maris. Yeah. That's when we hear the thing about, like, that, you know, where he thinks he muses that <laughs> yeah, it might yeah. be Daphne. It might be Daphne, yeah. Um, like, the note, the first note literally says... Yeah, well, that's what Why Martin says. Yeah. Mar Martin's a detective, I hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And then we get, they're like trying to narrow, they're trying to like confirm it. And so they just ask the waitress. Yes. Like, what does she look like? Well, she's well dressed and very thin. Yeah. And I like that he's very dismissive, like, oh, that could just be anyone. Mm -hmm. And then, and then she goes, oh, she ordered a whole milk mocha with chocolate shavings. And I love yeah, how and like. cream. Just yeah, like, no, no. He's just campy, nope. and then, like in the back of my head, like I kind of forgot this detail. I was just like, she just smells it, doesn't she? Yeah, I was and thinking, went, there's no way she drank it. Yeah, and then so she just says, yeah, she did the weirdest thing. She just took a long like sniff of it and uh -huh. like just gave it back. <laughs> and then yeah. I just like Niles' reaction just is crying. Just, he just it's because like that's there's no way that isn't Maris. That's yep. Absolutely has to be Maris. Yeah. So here we are back in kind of the scene breaks. Yeah, yeah. And Commercial then, break, obviously. Yeah, and then so we're still in Cafe Novosa, and Niles is on the phone with Marta. Great to hear from Marta. Yeah, a lot of callbacks in this episode. Yeah. This, you know what? It's funny knowing that this is a writer that's never written for this show. She obviously watches it's it. It's like she went back and was like, 
let me do some research. Let me make sure, let me get some like old stuff that I can throw in here. Like that's what it feels like. I don't know if it's true, but it sort of feels mm-hmm. like, but only because of having that context. And maybe they, like these are things that stood out to this writer too. Yeah, yeah, Like these are things, oh yeah, I really like Marta and we haven't heard from Marta. I really yeah. like the episode with the glockenspiel, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So we find out uh, Dr. Shankman, like, um, isn't with Maris anymore, and that Maris wants Niles back, and this <laughs> this is when like Frazier like comes back. Yeah, yeah, because he's over talking to Tina. Yeah, and, uh, it was. Turns out it's not her. What do you know? Surprise, surprise. But I love that you know they're like, well, it's Maris, and then <laughs> Frazier's just like, Maris is my sacred admirer. Like, yeah, it's such a good. It's. <laughs> It's also delivered so well. Like it it's is. Not, it's not just a really funny line. I it's think the so delivery funny. is great. Like the look on his face yes. is really good. Um, and <laughs> oh, actually, it to jump way back to a different scene. Okay. Just because we're talking about like the looks on Razor's face, um, there is. I I actually took a screenshot and I added it to our Facebook. Okay. Thing. You did uh, it. You did it before we talked about the episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you may have, uh, if on our page on Facebook, which you can find at facebook.com slash Fraser Podcast, um, you know, we've got a album of just screenshots and things. And one of them I put up today is from when, like, Fraser makes a joke to Roz about, like, because she's worried she won't, she doesn't remember, like, how to have sex, basically, because it's been too long. And he's like, it's just like riding a, bicy- a bicyclist. And then he, like, catches himself and I just happened to pause at this amazing face that he was making um, because, like, it's like he realizes what he said and he meant bicycle, but it's it's real good. So I just I just like that face a bunch is all I'm saying. You like so, that face a bunch? They yeah. printed it out and it's I above do. his bed now. Yeah, exactly. That's so <laughs> it's creepy. My phone background. Whoa! It's, it's not. It's, so it's your phone background and your lock screen. <laughs> Uh, and yeah. the wallpaper on your laptop. <laughs> I even got it as like a wrap for my laptop. Like just wow, <laughs> wow! I I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! It's also the PS4 like like <laughs> thing. I don't yeah, know my, how you... my avatar is that. Whoa! Like... <laughs> I don't even know how you did that. I, I learned how to program just to do it. Wow. No, um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I love that Martin asks, like, he's trying to ask Niles, like, well, how does it feel that Maris kind of wants you back? And he's like, well, how do you feel? And I love that Fraser's just like, well, I feel injured. Uh-huh. I thought I had a secret admirer. Uh-huh. But that's okay. I have a date with Nancy tonight. It's a third date. Oh, and then, man. and then I just like, Martin's like, um, I was Niles. talking Niles. to Niles. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. Oh, and then <laughs> it's like it clicks with yeah, him, yeah. and then he actually looks concerned. Yeah, but I love that he. Oh, so, like this is a real like. <laughs> this is a moment of where he's very like self-centered. Like you see, yeah. like the how self-centered he can be, but right. it is at least like this. In this case, it's goofy. It's it, so goofy like, and like yeah. yeah. Uh, so I do like it. Like, you can, it's fine. It's one thing for him to be self-centered. It's just sometimes it's it's mean, and in this case, it's not. It's yeah. just goofy, which I like. So Niles needs to, wants to go talk to Maris and set things straight. Yeah. And Fraser is just like, maybe this is not a good time. Like, she's feeling really vulnerable. She's just 
been dumped and like this is not a good time to do that you want to like get out of this and yeah. he's like niles is just like i'm insulted that she thinks she can just buy me back with these gifts and i you know i want to be free from her emotionally and financially and i just kind of storms off yeah. but like so before that we have the kind of callback where they're asking martin for help they're Mm -hmm. And because Fraser's just like, well, Dad, what do you think? And yeah. he's just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, yep. just ice cream man. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to like get involved. Yeah. But I'm, I'm curious what, what uh, you think about the situation. Well, knowing what happens, obviously, I, I mean, have my thoughts, I like... feel like knowing Maris, it's better off to wait because yeah. she is somebody that acts impulsively. She absolutely and is, yeah. she needs time to cool off. Mm -hmm. And then you need to go talk to her. Yeah, I mean, she clearly acts impulsively. Her leave, like, like uh, getting with Doctor Shankman in the first place was pretty impulsive. Her, like, as soon as he's broken up with her, trying to get back with Niles is pretty impulsive. All everything she does is very impulsive. So yeah, absolutely, she needs time to like change her mind. Mm -hmm. And I know that like Niles is worried because he said like he's saying like if she doesn't sign the settlement right away, like he's financially going to have some problems and things but mm -hmm. like yeah he's gotta give it a couple of days he needs right. to take some time if he's really worried about it go you know return the watch and live on that for a few years and then <laughs> that's really what he should do yeah but i love okay so uh one thing when niles runs off is that fraser's just like he forgot these cufflinks and yeah. it's great because i'm on, i'm having a date tonight yeah See, this is the thing that made me start really thinking about the cufflinks thing. Like, I just, I just have trouble imagining cufflinks being a deciding factor in the success of your date. Like, being that significant. It's hard for me to... I don't like... know. Do you not notice the kind of clothes that your date wears? That's not my point. It's the specifically cufflinks. Like, the cufflinks are the difference between... Like, I will make a significant impact on how good he, like, is looks well-dressed he looks. But, okay... Let's, no, let's, let, let's talk about this. Yeah. When you feel good, the cufflinks mm -hmm. make Fraser feel good. So sure. he feels more confident. So he's going to have a different like air about himself on the state. Right. So that's going to make for a more successful date, even if like he isn't, you know, like even if she doesn't care about the cufflinks sure. or notices them at all. So I think it's actually more about him than about her. Sure. It's like when people go on a date, part of it is like, oh, maybe my date will like this outfit. Mm -hmm. Or, um, or you know, maybe you're like, oh, I want to match my date. It depends how, how long you've, like, been going mm -hmm. out together. Like, oh, you know, like, I know they're going to wear this cocktail dress and I'm going to wear this thing so we kind of look mm -hmm. similar. Or, or, you know, like, it's. I think you kind of dress a little for yourself and your own confidence and then sure. a little for the other person. Right, right. So I think, like, this is where these couplings come into play. Oh, that's and that's fair. I just, what I mean is that, like, for me, because of what we were saying before about how, like, I don't identify... I don't identify with, like, the use of cufflinks as that deciding factor it's hard for me to like think of that i don't being... think clothes are that important to your overall confidence right but like i'm saying i get wanting to have like the right shirt and tie combination that looks good together and with the suit that you're wearing and all that i've never been 
on a date with you where you wear, wore a tie and a shirt. That's true. I mean, you just wore a tie with no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. You did wear a tie around your head once when we both wore silly hats. I did do that. I get, I'm, but my point is that, like, there are a lot of things that I can understand. <laughs> so, like, that even though I don't, I don't usually wear them, I can internalize the feeling that this is the thing that would make me feel good on, like, and feel like I would look good. And cufflinks is not that, is all. It does, for me, I can't wrap my head around that being the deciding thing. Okay, I get it. It's Dave takes his cufflinks thing is a serious business. No, it's not. To me, it's not. It's not serious. It's the he least just serious care. thing. Okay, well, we'll just have to agree to disagree on this cufflinks issue. <laughs> there isn't anything to disagree about. I'm there talking is. about how I clearly disagree. My, I disagree with your you, my, I, I, mind. <laughs> so the ego has landed, <laughs> and we're at. <laughs> We're at Fraser's place. Uh, Daphne's taking uh, Martin to Niles. Yep. Is she? Niles is. Yep. Yes, and she is all dressed up. She's going to a party, which we find out is, uh, yeah, a party three floors down. Yeah, and like I, I love this moment because like Fraser feels bad because he only asked Daphne to bring Martin because she was already going out anyway. Yeah. Only to find out she wasn't really. She was going downstairs. Mm-hmm. So then he's just like, chop, chop, hurry yeah. up. Yeah, hurry up, Martin. Because, like, Martin. Yeah. He, he definitely calls him Martin. Anyway, he's like, hurry up, Dad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Daphne needs to still bring you to this thing, but faster. Like, that's, like he, it's not like he's going to change also, the plan. Also, doesn't Martin have a car? Does he? Yes. When we, we earlier episodes, he definitely talks about driving. There's no way mm. he didn't he did wasn't driving. Well, I'm just trying to think of if we mm-hmm. ever hear in. I mean, like when was the last? Sorry. I mean, like when was the last time we heard Martin? I feel like it's season three or something, but it definitely came up. Right, so that's my point. It's been a very long time since there's been. Any Why would he get rid of his car? I don't know. I'm just saying he did, like he hasn't. He talks about taking the bus. He's talked about taking the bus recently. He doesn't talk mm. about driving. I, he's we haven't a car. seen him drive. Except the, like, Winnebago when they go to Canada. Mm. We never see him drive ever. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I guess you're right. Daphne is talking about how she kind of hopes that she'll be able to be in, like, a relationship with somebody and make things last mm-hmm. and, like, uh, Fraser's like, yeah, you know, kind of wish, hoping that works, but then ends up sort of like an opposing, like ends up in this weird like bickering match. Yeah, with almost kind of like demonstrating like them as like that stereotypical trophy trope trope p yeah. like uh, married couple right. kind of scenario because they're like Martin's like, okay, we're gonna listen to my radio station and you're gonna take my shortcut and uh-huh. you're gonna do this and she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, and it, and it and it's just really funny. Yeah, yeah. And like they're on their way out when they run into Nancy mm-hmm. and I just love that Nancy's just like bad time and he's Fraser's like, no, they're a bad time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, they're not. Well, I think that conversation is a bad time. It's I point. guess. Like, yeah, that's a bad time. This is not a bad time. That is. So, yeah, you know, Nancy's talking about how she had been in this his place, like, two years ago at mm-hmm. a Christmas party, which you would think he would remember. 
Well, not necessarily. If there were a lot of people there at the party, he wouldn't necessarily know. Like, he wouldn't know if it was a work party. He would know that she was invited. Yeah, but he wouldn't necessarily know that she was actually there. He's had a number of work parties. She, if the only time she's been there is two years ago, he's had a number of work parties since I that guess. happened. He I might guess. not remember she was at that I one. remember everyone that's been in my house. We've never had a party that's just all of our coworkers. Because that would be, I don't know, That's us? me and you. Yeah, yeah I guess that's we have. Like... Right now we're having a party that's all of Woo, our coworkers. yay! Where's that the cake? Or it's literally everyone on Twitch who would not fit. They just wouldn't fit, like, side by side. Those, I, those considered our coworkers. It's like all independently run businesses. But in a sense, we're all independently working for Twitch. Because we're the ones creating content for their channel. Without us, it doesn't exist. We don't make any money. Um, so in a way, we work for Twitch. Okay, fine. So... <laughs> They're freelancers. So she notices the message on the machine. Mm -hmm. This is when all our exclamation points start yeah. alerting on her head, like we're in Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm doing so many video game references You're today. I don't, number, I don't yeah. know why. I, I swear I'm not like this normally. Mm -hmm. Just like, what's that noise? You gotta add it in. I'm gonna make your life misery. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's like, bing! I will definitely, in post, replace every of the noises you've made with the real one. So, I don't know. It's weird it's that... It's like... I mean, and it is a little weird that you would make so many video game references. By the way, if you don't know, you can watch us on Twitch several times a week at twitch.tv slash TGIF Arcade. Um, if you don't know what Twitch is, that reference doesn't make any sense. I know, but you can find out by going to twitch.tv slash TGIF Arcade. There's like a big, you're doing like the flashing <laughs> thing like Beetlejuice. It's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, like, it's just a neon sign. Yeah, it's like, just happening. like... Well, there isn't probably... An, there is probably a neon sign that just says TGIF Arcade appearing right here. Several of them, because I, ha I could just do that. I could just easily put it right here. All right, so... Um, which doesn't mean anything if you're listening in the audio, but... Uh, right, 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 right. Okay, so... Oh, I wrote this note, Na Nancy kissing the couch. And I was like, wait, she didn't kiss the couch, and then I realized I read that wrong. Oh, kissing on couch. Yeah, yeah that's a very not, not yeah. she wasn't making out with the couch. So, yeah. so yeah, she notices there's a message on the machine, mm -hmm. and we find out that she told the secretary to like forward any messages over there or to call her there if something happens. Yeah, because she might not be finding her way home tonight mm -hmm. and she's got a thing to get to in the morning. I love that Fraser so like doesn't get it. He's yeah. just like, just reverse your directions and yeah. go back home. And then she's like... Then he, then he gets it. He's like, oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but again this is the goofy clueless Yeah, yeah, Fraser. I like. And so then we hear that it's like Cheryl on the machine. Mm -hmm. And which he plays off as a, oh, that's an old message. Because yeah. Cheryl's one of the women he called when he thought he had the secret admirer. Yeah, he's like, no. She's like, no, we broke up. It's over. Yeah. Right. Okay, so. But I think she's handles it well. Like, you mm -hmm. guys are over, right? So yeah. that's fine with me. Yeah. Also, in this moment, I'm like, like I know this isn't going to happen because it's Frasier. But just like, tell her the story. It's so easy. It's I literally, so easy. I go like, look, I just wrote, 
Oh my god, explain. Yeah, yeah. There's, I've got a whole paragraph here that I'm not going to read, but it, like I had to write it out because I'm just like, you can save, no matter what happens from this moment forward, you can save the entire thing. We are the people that go to the scary movie and we're like, <laughs> no, don't go in the basement. Yeah, don't go in the just basement. Don't. Just don't do it. You don't want to go down there because that is where the slime monster lives. Mm -hmm. Do not go down there. Yeah. And then they just are like, Da, 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 da. And then they just fall, and then the slime monster eats them, and it's just like, really? Where yeah. do you think your kids went? <laughs> They're not just missing, uh -huh. you know. It, yeah. It's they went in the basement, mm -hmm. and now you're gone, and now your husband is gonna be left, and then he's gonna like shoot bullets into it. It's gonna do nothing. Uh -huh. It's like, oh, and then he won't even be able to do it because it becomes a weird morph thing of the two children and the wife and also like his mother mm -hmm. and it like rah, and it starts talking and has multiple heads and stuff so mm -hmm. in theaters this fall yeah the thing is like i feel like I, th I end up like this less with movies and more with like scary video games where i'm like just don't go there like when you go into the like institution and a bunch of like and a, like a, a, a bloody man starts chasing you with a chainsaw like just run out just get out just you leave. can't because the but, ghost locks the door and it uses a special ghost goo to make it so yeah. you cannot not get out except the game in particular i'm talking about but 20 minutes in you do get back outside and then go in a different window to get back in I'm like no you're out oh go. oh are you talking go. about oot yeah, nobody will ever guess what that means. <laughs> yes, I am. And like, really early on, you get out. You get out and he goes back in. No, bring every cop. Bring every cop to this place. There are no cops. There it's like are. the 40s. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. There are definitely cops. And you should bring every single one of them to this place. Just And go then it home. won't happen. And then it won't happen anymore. What wouldn't happen? The scary stuff. You know how it, it is. It's all no. an inv it's scary thing. It cannot be. No, it's a situation that can't be hidden. That like it could be like the evil within, where but the it's evil not. is within. within. Yeah, right. except that it's not. Anyway, I was just kind of scratching my neck, but then I made it a thing. All right. But, so, so here, we, okay. Yeah. Why stop talking about video games? This is not a video game podcast. So, but he could just explain. Okay, the so he could just yeah, explain. he could just explain. Shiro's on the machine. She's like, okay, fine. They start kissing on the couch, mm -hmm. and then the machine, the phone starts ringing. She's like, no, just let the machine get it. Mm -hmm. And it's Denise. Yep. And she's so, upset. Cause... So he answers. Yeah, and she's says like, something. I don't want to date anymore. So, like, that's what, what Nancy's hearing is, like, we're done. We're not dating anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like From Denise. Yeah. yeah. So. So, and then I think, does he then get another call? No, no. So, she, she, he try, he's trying to explain and he's, like, lying about it. Yeah. And then Gwen calls, which is the secretary. Yeah. And then um, Fraser's like, oh, it's your secretary. And yeah. she's like, well, just call me on my car phone in five minutes because I'm out of here. Yeah. And so he tries to plead with Nancy to stay. Yeah. And does get her to stay. Like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. You know, she the makes risotto. It as far as the elevator. Yes. Yeah. And he's about to head back in when somebody steps out of the elevator. It's some Madeline. Mm hmm. 
from downstairs. Yeah. And and, and uh, she's just like, oh, why did we even stop dating? I'm yeah. still interested. And I just like, he closes the door like, oh, you are? And yeah. I'm just like. No, just like, it's so, so much of this is so easy. Like, it's so easy to just be like. Well, one, like, I would just say, okay, I think the easiest thing would be, would, would be like, well, I'd love to talk to you. To, talk to you more about this but i'm actually on a date right yeah. now and this is a bad time yeah and you know like and it was the a thing is like the thing is just like when you're dating somebody and you're not like exclusive like i'm this is the third date there's no way like nancy and Fraser yeah. have yeah. talked about like seeing people exclusively right I mean, yeah, it's slimy that it calls all these people. Mm -hmm. And then it's slimy that he's hitting on this woman on the date. Right. Unless you're, like, I don't know, at a swingers party. I don't think there's an appropriate time, right. really, when you're on a date with somebody else to be flirting necessarily with right. somebody else. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, there's probably, like, some time that I can't think of. But it's it just, like... It, it's just tacky. It, it, looks, really it, tacky. it just looks really the, yeah. tacky here, mm -hmm. and it, it's so awful. Yeah. And and it's just like no, don't yeah. don't do this when you're spending time with somebody else. You you don't just drop what you're doing to go like flirt with somebody. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yep. Anyways, I don't think we need to argue that, but <laughs> no. it's funny. So I wrote in my notes that this reminded me of the thread that I saw on Twitter. Mm -hmm that was really popular and maybe it probably got on buzzfeed i'm sure but there was this guy oh yes yes that he went on tinder and he made a ton of dates with yeah. people and he met them all at the same bar so he'd be there with one woman it didn't work out then another woman showed up yeah and then another woman showed yeah. up and basically the first woman was basically like you do realize that i was just on a date with this person mm -hmm. eventually has gotten all the dates to go to a different bar. Yeah. And then they keep hearing from other people, like the bartenders were like all in yeah, on yeah. this at the first place. So they kept sending women, like, women over yeah. to get the next one. Yeah, they'd be over. like, and explaining what was happening. And not to mention, he didn't say they were, the, he was like, these aren't dates, these are pre-dates. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm just seeing if we would go on a date. Yeah. And it's just like, um, so, yeah. okay, I don't think... It's appropriate to, okay, maybe you can have two dates in a day. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's appropriate to have 10 dates, like, yeah. show that, up. Like that's what he was doing. It was at yeah. like 10, right? Like it's, it, was it was really. At least six. I think there was more after the sixth Yes. One. But then they all just ended up and hanging And guess out what? I think this guy went and did this again. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm thinking, like, wow, like, that is not, one, this is not an interview process. Like, yeah, yeah sure, dating people is an interview, but. You're never going to get anywhere if you're just constantly like, okay, I don't like this resume. You can just leave now. It's just like, they're people, they're saying they want to go on the date with you and get a drink. Mm -hmm. You you don't line up another one in yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. I will say, just as a, like, interesting aside to that story. Yeah. I have a lot of trouble believing that, like, I feel like I'm a 
moderately attractive person with yeah. like interesting qualities. I can't imagine being in a scenario where no matter how much time I spent on Tinder, I would be even able to set up six or ten dates in a single night. Well, like, the challenge like, has started. Dave's going like... to download Tinder and see how many dates he gets. I just don't feel like okay. I could line up So this is the interesting thing. I, I just, I feel like a woman would have an easier time. Like, I feel like a woman mm -hmm. would be like, yeah, I could go on like ten dates and they all be like really terrible people because uh -huh. they're, I don't know, like they're going to be guys that are having a 30 minute interview with you uh -huh. or something. But I, I'm just saying like, as far as like, you know, everyone that uses like OkCupid, it's like you hear like a man, like you'll talk to your like friend that's a man using it and they're like well i don't really hear from back from people and then the woman's like i had to close my okcupid account because all i got was like terrible messages from yeah. people yeah. so either I, terrible in that it's gross and awful or terrible yeah. in that it's nothing it's a high it's a just yeah. nonsense nothing. which to me i think like that works on something like tinder right sure, where yeah. like you're just starting a conversation with yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. because you don't really know a lot about them mm -hmm. um and it's a phone app i mean i guess a lot of people use okcupid as a phone app and i don't think i have a problem with that but you're reading i think there's like way more to a profile on okcupid yeah. than mm -hmm. there is to a tinder mm -hmm. one but regardless i'm saying it's very different like dating as a as a man to woman yeah and and i think it's very like interesting mm -hmm. and i don't know what it would be like if like um as far as like dating we're not even like talking about like if you if you were gay and right. you were just dating like men exclusively mm -hmm. or like you know like how that might be different yeah that's definitely and a whole other yeah and i and i think like it's different for for women too like that's gonna be a different thing but i i also don't think like women are gonna be like like yeah i'm gonna have 10 dates with 10 different women i just i don't think that's gonna really be happening either <laughs> but i would guess no like yeah and just in case it wasn't clear i wasn't saying that as a complaint that i couldn't get that because like i'm just saying like i can't even this is like imagining caring about cufflinks. I can't imagine, I can't put myself in that yeah, mindset. No. Like where I could be, where I would be that person that could e could get that. It's like, I wouldn't no, want I it. No, I think, and, I think it, yeah, it's like, kind of like, in a way, kind of impressive. Right, like even, e like, even if he's- it's super gross, yeah. but also, yeah, in a way impressive. I feel like if you're gonna have like, if you're gonna get that many dates, just have a date on Tuesday and have a date on Wednesday yeah. and have a date on Thursday or whatever. Yeah. Well, like, I guess his thing was that like, didn't he say something about They're being not dates. an engineer and he was trying to be like efficient or something? And so he's trying to I be just, efficient with his time. It's all gross. Whatever, he must have know. been nice enough and good enough that he got these people to show up. He must have said something that mm -hmm. was intriguing to them. Yeah. Like, just the time to set it up. Like, I feel like it takes, like, He's on planning. the date like, with the person. He's yeah. on the date with the person doing the next Tinder right. date, that probably. Was all, actually, I think that was also part of it, that he was doing that. But, like, not for all of them. Some of them were definitely... I don't like, know. The whole scenario is yeah. just nuts. Yeah. It's just nuts to me that anyone would do that. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just crazy. Anyways. Speaking of bad dating... So. Ma yeah, Madeline. So yeah, so Nancy sees this. Yeah, because they're like getting all in each other's faces and like 
not in each other. They're getting well, all like up, up, up close to each other and flirty and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nancy's like, hey, what's hold up? And yeah. then sees what's going on. Yeah. So Nancy leaves and Madeline leaves. Yep. And then they go on a date. They find love. They're still married. That's a beautiful story. It's it a beautiful, it really great. cute, meet cute. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Like they, because they were just in the elevator together, and they yeah. start talking about Fraser, and they decide, like, you know what? Let's let's go drink some wine together, and mm -hmm. like just talk about this dude. Like, yeah, like, they they Madeline's go on... about to figure out why she didn't keep, stay with Fraser. Yeah, like and... they just want risotto. They go yeah. like make risotto. Yeah, yeah. Go find somewhere to eat. And... Also, why is I want to know why Nancy is wearing the nicest dress I've ever seen. That's not true. <laughs> like a very nice dress to go to Fraser's apartment. Fraser's super, super dressed up in the nicest cufflinks in the world. <laughs> why would she not wear the nicest dress? I, I mean, because I those mean, that's are equivalent. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. We're moving on. Moving on. Yeah. So, never at Niles Place. Martin's complaining about the traffic and how long it took to get there and that yep. Daphne took all the wrong roads and mm -hmm. is like driving Niles insane yep. and Frazier's at the door and then he's just like I just had one of the worst experiences of my life and I love that Martin's just like oh you took this yeah. road too yeah 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 you took Madison yeah, yeah. he's like no no okay no. I'm gonna say that I love what Frazier said which is Nancy found out that I was Calling all these people, mm -hmm. and that I should have listened to you, Niles. Mm -hmm. yes. So rare, so rare for him to say this. And then I like that Niles is just like so. He they ask like, "Hey, you know what happened with Maris?" Mm -hmm. yeah, and Niles is just like, "Well, she was eerily calm. She was just mm -hmm. there rubbing her ocelot." Uh huh. Yeah. What? Yep. She's apparently got an ocelot. What? Who has a pet ocelot? Maris. If anyone yes. would have a pet. Ocelot, it would be mad. I don't think you could just pet an ocelot, though. I mean... It's like an exotic cat. Yep. It so doesn't surprise cat. me at all to find out that Maris has an ocelot, honestly. But anyway, so he... Niles thinks it might be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's a box at the door. There's a ring at the door and the box at the door. Yep. And then it's a little ring box with a nickel in it. Yeah, yeah. And then... It's still in the, like, shredded paper. No bubble wrap for Eddie. Sad. Sad that it's just some shredded paper. And then um, we find out, well, the shredded paper is the, like, financial, like, agreement. Yeah. yeah, the financial settlement. And the note is basically like, well, you're going to be broke now. Uh-huh. The only thing he's going to have left is the nickel in the ring I box. I just hate Maris. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, yeah. I don't understand how she could get so much satisfaction. She wants to get back with somebody, but then, like, wants to, like... Destroy him. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't understand that. Anyway, yep. so, like, now it's just, like, ugh, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's also, uh, the kind of weird thing is, if you think, it, like, in the background of this, for them to have the contract with a financial settlement, like, they have a written financial settlement, right? Which means they've come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. They, the lawyers, everyone. Yeah, the lawyers up. came to some agreement. They just had to sign it. But yeah. now, I think, I guess because the breakup happened, she doesn't want it. I think she doesn't know how to be alone. She doesn't know all these things. Right. Um, yeah. I just, I just mean that, like, because at this point, it would have been them with their lawyers working together to get mm. to this settlement. The idea that... He had to get it and sign it and then get her to sign it. 
seems strange to me because like why does anyone have to get her to sign it? Shouldn't it be that like she's already agreed to sign it? Mm-hmm. Like he shouldn't have to do a thing. It should already be at that point where like it's just like a courier or whatever from the lawyer mm-hmm. bringing it to her so she signs. I don't it. know. I yeah, I did wonder about that too. But anyways, they're both depressed. We yep. find Niles should have listened to Fraser. And Fraser should have listened to Niles. They're both sad and they're lying down. And then Martin's like, "Who wants ice cream?" <laughs> And I love that they both perk up. They both like are just like they're not happy, but they're definitely like ready to follow him because like yeah. this is the this is the so thing. they go get ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. So the end scene is you know they have the ice cream. Okay, you know you know as soon as Niles walks in that thing that that ice cream is gonna fall on the floor uh, and it makes yeah. it the saddest thing. And when it falls. And he just starts crying, uh-huh. and it's and then I love that Martin's pointing at Fraser like you give him your ice cream, yeah, yeah, and he's just like no, <laughs> no, this oh. is my ice cream. You give him your ice cream. Yeah. Oh, oh man, oh, so sad. Yeah, so sad. It is sad. It is sad. Oh man. All right. All right. So, drinks. Okay. Yes. Talk about the drinks in this episode. There was some coffee, some Valentine, some sherry. And some red wine because they were at Cafe Nervosa a second time, but I don't know what it was exactly they had. So the interesting thing is, we get voices on machines, right? Mm-hmm. So like there are callers, right? But neither of them are actually listed in the credits. Oh, don't know who they are. So they're just you can't find them on IMDb. No, it's not in the credits. It's not on IMDb. It's really weird. Like I just I have no idea who they are. Oh. I look and I look, there are some other sites where I've been able to identify people who weren't in the credits and is not on those either i can't find it anywhere mm. so so i guess let's rate it okay do you want to rate it first no because i didn't write down rating okay i i do i like this episode a lot i do too uh i am going to give it 4.5 out of 5 4.5 4.5 i wow. really like this episode a lot 4.5 out of 5 sonia's nieces okay okay uh, I'll probably give it four ocelots. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Um, and then... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 4.3. 4.3 ocelots. But that freaks me out a little, because then there's 0.3 ocelot. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It'll be okay. It's a kitten. Okay. It's a third of the size of a normal ocelot. Okay. Okay. That's what I mean. Uh, okay. So then that brings us to the last section, which is We Are Listening. Uh, where if you write to us, we'll respond to it. You can reach us uh, through a number of different ways. You can reach us on Facebook, as we mentioned earlier, facebook.com slash Podcast. Twitter, we are at Podcast. You can email us at FraserPod at gmail.com, or you can go to tgifarcade.com and click on the contact link, and you can message us through that. So any of those will reach us, and we'll respond to you here. So... We got an email from Sean Holland. Okay. Uh, first of all, seems to like the, the the sort of unofficial role of being our researcher. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. But uh, also, uh, in the last episode, remember we were talking about it, how it was kind of weird that Niles was making microwave popcorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he said, I too was surprised to see Niles make microwave popcorn, but I was really confused by him putting what looked like Tabasco sauce on it when he was talking to Fraser. What? Oh. Yeah. What was your guys' opinion about that? I don't think I've ever seen that before. So I went back and I looked at it. So it's interesting. Okay. So 
Is it Tabasco sauce? Yes. And wow. So first he goes into the cupboard and takes out a like a shaker of something, like a fairly good sized shaker. So it's not just salt. It's okay. like because like it's big. Mm. I don't think it's just salt. It might be, but I, I feel like it's more like it might be like garlic salt or okay. something like that. Uh, or maybe it's garlic powder, but it's pretty big for a thing of garlic powder. I'm not sure. I like garlic powder on popcorn, actually. But then he definitely distinctly takes a t bottle of Tabasco sauce and puts that on it, too. That sounds good. Yeah. But that doesn't seem like something Niles No, would eat. exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking, is that, like, I have absolutely had microwave popcorn with, like, garlic powder put on it and some kind of hot sauce. Totally, I think I've had Frank's Red Hot on it, not Tabasco. But at the same time, Niles is the sort of person who is constantly wiping his hands and wiping stuff down and things. The idea of him reaching into a bowl of popcorn that has some sort of sprinkled powder and Tabasco sauce Yeah, he on would it, hate buffalo wings. Absolutely. I cannot yeah. imagine. Like, it'd be one thing if it was put in front of him and he was trying to be, like, polite about it or whatever and he would still fail. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, he's making it himself and he's putting this on yeah, it? Yeah, that's nuts. It doesn't seem right. Like, it doesn't seem like something he would do. I've seen it before. I've had it before. It's good. I think I would use sriracha now. I didn't know sriracha at the sriracha time. Sriracha popcorn's gotta be a thing. It is a thing. I've seen it. Yeah, you could totally just buy sriracha popcorn. What? And we don't have any? <laughs> we don't, Wow. No. I think they have it at Trader Joe's. This is a, a, a research for us about yeah. popcorn flavors. Uh -huh. But no, that's totally a thing. I've heard okay. of it before, and I would do it again. Okay. Pretty good. So, anyway, anything else you want to say? Uh, no. Thanks for listening, mm -hmm. and thanks for watching. Uh-huh. And don't forget to be awesome. Agreed. Uh, all right, so with that... This has been episode 606, Secret Admirer, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Tossed Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at SweetLime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you can consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Fraser has left the building. As if there's no chance he has a date on Friday night. She should know. Yeah. She should know. Yeah. Sorry, it seemed like I was glazed over I was. <laughs>